Hello everybody and welcome back to the Preach What You Practice podcast with me, Josh Green. We're all about preaching what we live and getting our walk to talk. I'm so glad that you tuned in with me today, wherever you're listening, people tune into this podcast all over the world and it's super encouraging. Please take a moment to subscribe, copy the link and maybe send this podcast to somebody you think this would help. Uh, But I'm so thankful that you're tuning in today. If you could support me on Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash preach what you practice. You can support me monthly from low amounts of money to higher amounts of money but you will be getting amazing benefits by doing that you can get a preview of my book preach what you practice how to get your walk to talk you can also um, get exclusive content exclusive videos recorded by me uh, especially for you but let's get into today's episode Uh, I hope you had a great Christmas today we are looking at how to come back stronger in 2021 Um, it feels like 2020 has just been a mammoth year. It's been a ridiculous year for so many of us. It's been super difficult. Um, But actually, I believe that we can come back stronger in 2021. I actually think that for many of us, 2020 has actually taught us quite a lot. Um, It's taught us more than we've actually lost uh, for many of us. I mean, I know it's been super difficult. Many of us have lost uh, loved ones in our families, in our friendship groups. Many of us have lost businesses, jobs. It's been a super difficult time. People have been sick. We've been isolated. But for me, um, I've been learning plenty as well, as well as it's been hard. And, you know, we do need to hold the truth and tragedy in tension. We've learned a lot of truth from 2020. We've had a lot of tragedy in 2020, but we need to sort of sit in the middle between truth and tragedy and see what we can learn from 2020 and see how we can come back stronger in 2021. And I believe for your life, whoever you are, whoever you are listening, wherever you're listening, whatever's happened in 2020, I believe you can come back stronger next year in 2021. So um, Merry Christmas. I hope you had a great time and I hope you have a great new year. If you're listening to this before new year, if you're listening after, uh, I hope you can start this new year with a bang, coming back stronger in 2021. And the first thing I really want to look at, the first point I really have for how we can come back stronger in 2021 is learning from your mistakes. Learn from your mistakes. Uh, Believe it or not, we can actually learn from our mistakes. Our mistakes can break us, but they can also make us. We can come back stronger despite all of our mistakes, despite all of our failures. Because when we make mistakes, we learn how to not do something. I don't know if you've heard the popular phrase that says, I've never failed before in my life. I just learned a thousand ways how not to do it. I love that. It's a great positive spin on (laughs) messing everything up. But actually, it's true. When we make mistakes, when we do things wrong, what we actually do is we learn how not to do the thing that we were trying to do. And I also want to say, at least you were trying. Because when you make a mistake, it means that you were trying to do something. Obviously, we make mistakes that, you know, (laughs) were probably just a bad decision in the first place. But in general, when we make mistakes, say you get a bad score on your essay assignment, or um, you don't do well at school, or you're supposed to do something at your job and you tried hard, but it just didn't work out, at least you were trying something. So don't focus on the failure, but learn from it. And what I mean by not focusing on the failure is we can keep rehearsing and and going over in our mind uh, the fact that what we did was something wrong. Instead, what we should do is rehearse how the things went wrong, 
why they went wrong and then try and adapt to those things and try and make a difference and try and learn from our failure so that we can try again. Really, all failure is is just a demonstration of how not to do something so that you can learn for next time. That's what life is all about. And the Apostle Peter in the Bible is a great example of this. Now, if you don't know, Mark's gospel is really a reflection of the life of Peter. And a lot of scholars believe that actually Peter, the Apostle Peter, was narrating for Mark the gospel, his gospel account. Mark is known as Peter's gospel account, uh, Peter's uh, eyewitness experience of Jesus Christ. And in Mark, there's a lot of harrowing stories about how many times Peter got it wrong. You know, if you think about him walking out to Jesus on the water and sinking, you think about Peter denying Jesus three times, you think about Peter cutting off the ear of the Roman soldiers when Jesus clearly said, you know, violence isn't part of his kingdom, you know, we love our enemies. You think about all those examples. Why on earth did Peter allow those stories to go out? If I was Peter, which clearly I'm not, uh, maybe got more pride than Peter has, uh, I would not be exclude, <laughs> including those stories of failure uh, and, and getting things wrong. But actually, Peter included them. And Mark must have been sort of thinking, Peter, are you sure you want these stories in? They don't sort of paint you in a good light. And I think Peter, amazing as he was, was Christocentrically focused. He was focused on Christ. He was like, no, this isn't my story. This is Jesus' story. This is God's story. And I need to recognize and I need to demonstrate to people that I was wrong. You know, Christians, we're not very good at admitting I was wrong. I work with a lot of people all the time um, doing Christian events. And one of the things that astounds me is sort of in debriefs or in... um, sort of meetings after these events happen. There's a whole load of encouragement, which is great and totally right. There's a whole load of celebration, which is great and totally right. And then we sort of close the meeting and that's it. And nobody sort of says, well, hang on a minute. You know, we wanted 5,000 people to come, but only 500 came like that. That's not, it doesn't mean everything was a failure, but that particular point is a bit of a failure and we need to learn from that. We're not very good as Christians at saying, I was wrong. And I think, actually, it's not, you know, I think what we're scared of is the fact that it can come across as weakness. But the Bible says that in our weakness, God is strong. So if we're not presenting our failures, talking about our failures, admitting our failures, what we're doing is actually blocking the strength of God. We're blocking God being strong in our lives because we can't actually admit that we get things wrong and we fail. And the Bible says, you know, pride comes before a fall. So if we're too proud to admit our mistakes, then things are going to fall and not work because we can't admit that we were wrong. So point number one, how to come back stronger in 2021. Learn from your mistakes. Number two, focus on your character. This is a really important one. We often focus on the outworking of our lives. We often focus on sort of the presentation of our lives, you know, the exterior. How is my hair? Have I been going to the gym? Is my body looking good? Am I wearing the right clothes? Uh, Do I have the right friends? Is, Is my social media popping? Do I have loads of followers? All that kind of stuff. And we pay very little attention to what's going on in the inside, which is called our character. You know, it's who we are. And so often in times when we get squeezed, 
when we get um, you know constrained by situations and circumstances, what's inside of us is what actually comes out. And often that presentation, that outward presentation that we work so hard to get right gets ruined because we haven't spent any time working on the inside of ourselves. And when a situation or a circumstance gets super, super difficult, we get squeezed and what's really inside of us comes out. And Jesus said himself, it's what's inside a person that defiles a person, not what's on the outside. So in 2021, let's let's endeavor, let's try to be people who work on our character more than our charisma. Let's try and work on our character more than our competency. Let's try and work on our character above everything else. And then out of that character, our outward ministry, our outward speaking, our outward friendships, and all those things that happen on the outside will actually dramatically improve. It's part of Jesus' upside-down kingdom that when we focus on our inner life, it affects our outward life more. When we lay our lives down, we actually find life. I don't know if you've heard the phrase before that says hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And the truth is competency and charisma can never substitute character. I would take a person of character any day over a person of charisma or competency because a person of character can learn how to be competent, can learn how to be charismatic, but character is a lot harder to learn. Character is not just living a holy life, but it's pressing into your strengths and living in your calling and purpose. That's really important because in Christian circles, if we do talk about character, often it just means somebody who's living a holy life. But actually what that means is we end up choosing people because we think they've got loads of character because they seem to be very pious and they seem to be, uh, you know, very astute and they seem to live a holy life. And sometimes we overlook somebody who looks a little bit rough around the edges or who um, seems to be a bit sort of charismatic or or overly enthusiastic. Now, just because there are those things doesn't mean they have a deep-rooted Christ-centered character inside of them. Um, you know, they might just be pressing into their strengths and living in their calling and purpose. So just because somebody is is uh, enthusiastic and charismatic and, and uh, loud or a good public speaker doesn't mean they've got no character. Unfortunately, people like that seem to uh, struggle with the character more than others. But it, it's no less true that um, character is not just living a holy life, but it also means somebody who's pressing into their strengths and living in their calling and purpose. Number three, how to come back stronger in 2021. Don't make diluted decisions, make determined ones. This is big. This is something I struggle with a lot because I, I class myself as a, a, a high capacity person. I class myself as somebody who is able to do quite a few different things quite well. Uh, but often what also that means is I often make diluted decisions. If you don't know what diluted is, imagine uh, those juice drinks that you get from the shop where you put a little bit in the cup and then you add water to it. Diluted decisions, you know, you can imagine just not putting enough juice in the cup and then you fill it all the way full full of water and it's a really weak disgusting drink when you dilute it badly there's nothing worse than weak drinks diluted badly and there's nothing worse than diluted decisions decisions that are weakened down that are outside of your capacity outside of your calling outside of your purpose so what I would say is how to come back stronger in 2021 
Don't make diluted decisions, make determined ones. So say yes to the right things, but also say no to the wrong things. You know, that's really important. We need to have a stronger no. We need to get better at saying no. Because actually what we need to do is, is that going to be a diluted decision for me? Uh, am I going to be able to do it? Well, yes, but is it going to be outside of my capacity? Is it going to annoy my wife? Is it going to upset our family work dynamic? Is it going to be something that in two months I'm not going to have any energy or passion for? Make, don't make diluted decisions. Make determined ones. And the final thing for how to come back stronger in 2021 is be proactive not reactive this is a big one be proactive not reactive there's a guy called Stephen Covey uh, who wrote an amazing book called seven habits of highly effective people I recommend it uh, and he and one of his habits uh, for to be highly effective is to not be reactive but be proactive and what that sort of means is when a situation or circumstance happens what we need to do is not just react to that situation in the best way possible what we need to do is focus on who we are focus on our character as I was saying and be somebody who sort of preempts that situation happening because we're proactive but also predetermining in ourselves if certain situations happen this is how I'm going to react but it's all about preparation. You know, when I do these podcasts, I prepare quite a lot. I don't just turn record on and just start speaking. I do a lot of preparation. Some um, podcasts I do, I've written 3,000 words for, and, and I'm basically almost write, uh, reading it off a script at times because I meticulously prepare for what I'm doing because I want to be somebody who's proactive, not reactive. The problem with reactive is it's all circumstantial. So you could do really well one time or you could do really, really bad one time. So if I didn't prepare well for my podcast, it could turn out uh, that it might be quite good, quite engaging. I managed to come up and think of some great um, points and be quite spontaneous. But actually, more often than not, I could look back and think, you know, when I look back at my talks, when I listen back to my podcast sometimes, more often than not, I think to myself, I could have prepared better for that. I could have prepared better for that. And what that means is I've actually... I've become more reactive than proactive. Instead of being a proactive person who prepares really well, you know, prays, gets before God, thinks about great content that I could do, that I could put out, that could help people, uh, I've just sort of been a bit reactive and a bit rash uh, and rushing sort of things. And in 2021, to come back stronger, I believe that we should be people who are proactive and not reactive. I hope today's podcast has helped you somewhat. Please uh, follow me on Instagram. It's at Josh So Social. Send me a message. I'd love to chat with you on there some more. Maybe you could make some suggestions of what you would like to hear. I drop content on a weekly, every single Tuesday at three o'clock. Next week, I've got a great episode about New Year, New Me, or not. So make sure you watch out for that. And uh, then I have another episode following the week after about how to understand difficult Bible verses. And then after that, I'm going to be starting a brand new series on leadership where I'm going to be interviewing some of my friends about how to be great leaders. So we've got lots coming in 2021. I've tried my best to be proactive. <laughs> um, I've tried my best to preach what I practice. I'm telling you something that I try and live out in my life. That's what it's all about. So make sure also that you are uh, getting yourself ready and prepared for my book coming in 2021. 
um, preach what you practice, how to get your walk to talk. But other than that, subscribe to the podcast, support me on Patreon if you can, patreon.com slash preach what you practice. And I will see you next week for another episode. <laughs>